to me, there's three types of vacations. There's, you know, you have staycations, you have workations, and you have vacations. And so they, there's three levels of them. And again, depending on the season and the time of year and the time of life and the structure, this is why planning is so important. We talk about plan, prepare, execute, assess. Hello, and welcome to the Remarkable CEO Podcast, a show dedicated to chiropractors who want to transform their job into a business so that they can have a remarkable practice as part of a remarkable life, not instead of one. With your hosts, Dr. Pete Camiolo and Dr. Stephen Franson. Welcome to another episode of the Remarkable CEO Podcast. I'm Dr. Pete Camiolo. And I'm Dr. Stephen Franson. And this week, we're going on vacation. Have you guys been enjoying your summers? Hey, I know this has been a crazy, absolutely crazy time of year. I know Dr. Franson, the Franson family has their family vacation. They've got the beach house. I know the Camiola family did some family reunion vacation, did the lake house and cabin. Vacation is such an important, important subject for us. I'm just going to let you guys know that if you know a little secret, about how to grow your practice, I'm going to let you in on the secret right now. This is the secret. I learned this early on in practice and it happened time after time, which was the best way for you to see a a growth, some growth in your practice is to take a vacation. And we are going to dig into today is, you know, this concept of living the wellness lifestyle and being someone who leads by example. I love the quote, don't practice what you preach, preach what you practiced. And so it's so important that we're living the lifestyle that we're encouraging people to take. So we're going to dig into what we're calling the week 13. Such an important thing for all of us, all of you who are CEOs, business owners, and leaders. It's easy, guys, easy not to stop. It's way easier not to take a vacation. And uh, it's, it's really important that we have a remarkable practice as part of a remarkable life and create a remarkable practice as part of a remarkable life and not instead of one. That is what we're committed to, we're committing to. So we're going to dig into some best practices, some lessons learned over the years. And what we see is um, part of creating this long game, sustainability, amazing, remarkable life that I think all of us really are after. We're going to dig into that today. Doc, I can't wait to talk about. Man, it's one of my favorite subjects, Dr. Pete, you know that. So you know, I walk with a limp in many categories when it comes to work and or life, but this is not one of them, man. I have a triple black belt <laughs> in vacationing. It's always been super important to me. It's super important to my wife. It's part of our family culture. I inherited it. It runs in my family. It does not skip a generation. I come from a long line of vacationers, like people who really appreciate getting a you know getting away not getting away from work because we don't love to be at our work we just get away because we recognize the incredible value of recharging changing environments recharging having fun getting reconnected soaking in some sun maybe get some vitamin C you know SEA get in the ocean and man you know what I'm charged up right now because I'm literally rolling off vacation last week which is just so awesome you know, we work hard for uh, these t- time off. We certainly work hard for these sunny days up here in New England. <laughs> there's, not, there's not a lot. I think we get like 14 weeks of great weather. And man, I try to wring out that towel and get every drop I can. This past weekend, as you said, we were on the beach. Just had an, an, an amazing time with the family. 
the old expression, you never know how many friends you have until you have a house at the beach. <laughs> this is so true. We were just inundated with the people that we love the most had people came from every direction. And it just, I love it. I love to entertain. My family loves to have people come and visit. So, you know, we're just in our glory all week long. You know, it's been an incredibly crazy year for everybody. So it was great to get everybody reconnected. But the craziness continued in New Hampshire last weekend as we had the first great white sighting right off of our piece. We had a great white shark right out in the lineup. Everybody surfs and we we're just like, are you kidding me? Right? So first it was the murder hornets and then it was the lion jellyfish. And now we got great white sharks up here. So anyway, it didn't put a dent in our vacation. We were, you know, we had such a blast and man, I'm fully energized and super excited about this topic today. Yeah. You're talking about something I think that's hitting close to home for, for all of us. I know I can say, Dr. Franson, that I didn't struggle with the same condition of having a triple black belt in vacation. I would say that I can go on the other side of the spectrum, not saying that I don't value vacation, didn't grow up going on vacations. You know, it was something that I had to learn and you can talk to my wife about as well. And she'll tell you that, you know, Pete was, you know, had a harder time stopping. So we also want to speak to some of you who maybe can relate with me as well, which is, hey, I have a hard time taking a break. I have a hard time stopping. I have a hard time knowing when to stop, how to stop, how to slow down. And, you know, it's it's a complicated subject matter for you and and it can be difficult. So we also want to speak into the challenge of being able to take vacation and how do you define vacation? What is vacation? And the different types of vacations. To me, there's three types of vacations. There's, you know, you have staycations, you have workations and you have vacations. And so There's three levels of them. And again, depending on the season and the time of year and the time of life and the structure, this is why planning is so important. We talk about plan, prepare, execute, assess. You also need to be able to always be looking through that framework when it comes to vacationing. How do you set your calendar in advance, right? We talk about how important your marketing calendar is. Well, how important is your vacation calendar, right? So it all has to fit in there. So there's an organization to this. There's a real intention to this. We don't want to get to the point where we're forced to take a vacation, right? The forced vacation is not the one we want. And I've experienced that one as well. Yeah, that's the fourth type, Pete. We call that the lamecation. <laughs> and when you come up lame, whether you're injured or you break down, or you're sick or burnt out, there is no free lunch, man. Like, you know, like you just said, you're going to take a break. <laughs> you know, the question is, is it, is it are you going to plan it, right? Or are you going to end up somewhere on your back or worse, right? So there's no free lunch. You're either paying now or pay later you will have to take a break. So I think it's great that we just get into some of these best practices, right? So like, how do we tee it up? Like, how do you set yourself up for that? So talk to us about scheduling. I mean, so when, you, when you're saying schedule it out, what, what are your best practices? What do you do on that? So one of the things that I really embrace is the, the importance of having a minimum of a year planned out in advance for the business. And so what I start with, and this is something, Doc, you, you've also do with your family. And I, I learned this, which was, I used to try to plan my business calendar and then fit my life into it. And what we did was we actually, we adjusted that because that was out of alignment. That was incongruence. I was trying to, it was my life felt like in many ways it was competing with my business. And and then sometimes you almost resent your own life because it's like, oh my gosh, I'm, I'm going to be going away or I got to take a break here. And I just, the, I need to be marketing or growing this, or this is a, such an important time for us to be in practice. So what we did was we began by looking at a year out and saying, okay, when are we going to be and when do we want to take time, right? So we have to understand our kids' schedules and school schedules, 
our own personal schedules and what's ideal. What are our goals for this year? Where do we want to go? What do we want to do? So we actually start with our personal schedule. So this is why you need to be well in advance planning out your year so that you can confidently go to your into your business and meet with your team and set up your calendar for the year for the business. So I start with setting my life calendar before the business calendar. So that was that was an adjustment that was made that was significant for me because when I made my business calendar first and tried to fit my life into it, it actually rarely happened or when and when it did it was always harder. But when I set my life calendar and then built my business calendar around my life, that is when everything began to work. And it, we talk about they didn't compete, they complemented. And that was a significant shift in energy. It was an energy shift is what it was. And it was because I was willing and we were able to put energy into planning, which meant I needed to, for me, set a meeting with my wife to talk about the next year. So we have to have that time blocked. So for us, you know, because we do go in the calendar year typically. So we'll do in Q4 at the beginning. So usually in like October, maybe early November, plan out what's the next year going to be for our life, for our family. And then I can go into my Q4 board meeting going into the next year and I can actually confidently say, here's what we want to be doing marketing wise. And here's, and then the rest of the team can put their vacations in, right? The doctors can put their vacations. And so we had to take responsibility. We're accountable first so that the other team members can get their vacations on the books and we can get all of our initiatives in the business and the marketing on the books. So it starts like that. Yeah, I know. It's huge. What you just said is, is like, it's not, if you, you could dismiss it as being like very pragmatic and very practical, but what you used was the term energetic, right? It's an energetic thing. It's a prioritization of your energy, right? So you're committing, you know, yourself and saying, all right, so just by saying, I'm going to, I'm going to organize my family calendar, my vacations first, and then secondarily, I'm going to fit my business into that. Just putting that prioritization puts the energy on it. It's in line with your core values and your vision story for what you're trying to create. If you put the business calendar together and be like, okay, so now second step, let's put the family vacations in. It just says to you, says to the family, says to the universe, here, this is our second priority, right? Mm -hmm. So it's just really huge. You know, ultimately, you can look at your business and say, you know what, once I have those big boulders in place, those family vacations in place, then, you know, you can build, you can fit your business and your business calendar right around that. And it fits in beautifully versus like you said, the other way around. It's, it's really hard to get life to fit in around business because there's always more business to be done. Now, when you talk about it, you know, an energetic thing, this is very much a CEO conversation with the chief energy officer. And what we recognize is that your business is always a reflection of your energy, right? So when the energy's up, your business is up. When your energy's flat, your business is flat. When your energy's down, the business is down. This is, you know, I, I know it feels ethereal, right? So it's not as concrete as we like things as a CEO. And you might've thought that to yourself for a second, but you also said, you know what? He's right. <laughs> it's always right. Energy up, business is up. Energy's down, business is down, right? So as the chief energy officer, it's our role to make sure that we are really deliberate about that. So, you know, I know for a lot of docs and, you know, they struggle with closing their business down or taking a vacation or stepping away, even if it's for an extended weekend, never mind a two-week vacation, and doing that three times a year or four times a year. 
they immediately start getting out their calculator and saying, well, how much is that going to cost me in my business? You know, lost business. We can certainly talk about different strategies around that. You know, we can talk obviously about the durability that comes with having associate doctors. That's the number one argument for having associate doctors is to create the durability. So you don't have to close your office, whether it's for vacation or maternity leave uh, or injury or breakdown, whatever it is, you have somebody else who can deliver value and capture value, right? So number one reason to have associate doctors in there, right, is to create that durability. You could also have a locum doctor, a coverage doctor come in, and that's worth, you know, such a great, such a great investment to keep your business going, to keep the momentum going, to keep your team engaged. And how about this? Making sure your people get adjusted, right? So they keep their rhythm as well. But, you know, in our practice, you know, our, one of our elements to our wellness lifestyle that we taught was we actually built rest, repair, vacation into our wellness lifestyle that we taught our patients, right? So it was integral to the wellness lifestyle we were teaching them. And we called it week 13. And week 13 was the 13th week of every quarter is a vacation week, right? So I would teach them that the research shows that the healthiest, happiest, most successful people in the world work 10 to 12 weeks straight and then take 10 days off, right? So that's what we're teaching you. We're teaching you how to be a successful human being. We want you to be a healthy, happy, and productive, successful human being. So we're going to practice what we preach. We're going to demonstrate that for you. We're going to model it for you. And we did it so consistently. And Dr. Pete, we did it from the beginning, right? We did it from year one. I can remember going to Hawaii for sort of a workcation because there was a seminar there, but I'm like, hey, any excuse to go to Hawaii, let's do it. So we went to a vacation and, and took 10 days and, you know, we were poor as church mice. We could not afford on that vacation, but you know what the truth is? Couldn't afford not to. Right. As a young couple, we had just come through like nine years of college. We had huge student loans and debt and what have you. We weren't being reckless. We were being deliberate. We were investing in ourselves. We were investing in our inspiration, not our desperation. And we said, you know what? As a couple, we both value this as part of our core values is that we have freedom and we have fun. Let's go. Let's go vacation. And we started to teach our patients right from there. This is week 13. And I'll tell you what, after 23 years of that, Every quarter, week 13 would come up, people would be like, Doc, what are we doing for week 13 this year? Or if I was going on vacation, they'd be like, oh, is it week 13 already? So you can teach this, and then it becomes something that you are now living the lifestyle. It's congruency. They see it, and they're inspired by it. Okay, let's take a quick break and talk about Cairo Matchmakers. Cairo Matchmakers will help you find the right person for the job. If you're looking to hire the ideal chiropractic assistant, Cairo Matchmakers will help you find the specific person missing from your team so that you can get back to using your talents to serve more people. Or if you're looking to hire the ideal associate doctor, CMM can help. Cairo Matchmakers helps chiropractors like you find the ideal associate doctor to unlock your practice potential and get you the freedom that you desire. To learn more, go to chiromatchmakers.com. And now let's jump right back into our conversation. Yeah, I mean, you're, you're hitting on so many factors here, digging into core values. So again, docs, if you haven't really fleshed out your core values for your life and your business, such an important exercise to do. We know that with our CEOs that we work with, that's one of the most important things. And then of course, as you bring in your team and you start to really analyze your business, this has to go through your core values. So core values conversation is such an important one. The energy conversation is so important. And I love that, you know, as chiropractors, you know, we are teachers, right? The word doctor means teacher. And so we're teaching the wellness lifestyle and we are living the wellness lifestyle. 
And I think it's so powerful, Doc, what you're saying that two things. Number one, you did it from the beginning. Number two is how your patients embraced it, right? How your patients truly embraced it and probably held you accountable in many ways. You know, that if you're going to, if you're going to say this, then you, you've got to do this. Now you are actually responsible to take vacation because you're now accountable to what you have said, you know, this is how we do things. And so I think that there's, you know, some liberation here for some of you as you're like, Hey, if I just start teaching this wellness lifestyle message, then I'm going to be forced to take a vacation. Like exactly. So, you know, if, if, if anything forced the function by, by saying this is what it means to be and live a wellness lifestyle, you know, for us as CEOs, some of us, you know, again, if, if you're struggling with this, um, you know, we, we're here to help you. You know, we, we absolutely are. I mean, this, this can be a real stumbling block. This can be a real glass ceiling. This can be a real lid on, on your future practice. And I'll tell you, it seems like, again, a small thing, but it's a big thing. If you can commit to, let's say, okay, so we're in, this is 2020. So if you look ahead for the next year and you go into 2021 and you actually look ahead and you say, okay, we're going to make our calendar next year. We're going to do things different. We're going to build in family time. And doc, like you said, it doesn't have to be, we're going to Hawaii. Sometimes it can be, Hey, we're going to be, I'm staying home. You know, we're just going to do some things around, you know, the local area. We're going to be sleeping in our own beds. We don't even need to go to hotels and, you know, keep it on a, a low budget, so to speak. Like sometimes, you know, for us, you know, growing family, we, we were having babies, it seemed like every other year, you know, it wasn't like we needed to go crazy because it was actually more stressful to do that. Sometimes, you know, it's just like, Hey, I just want to be home. <laughs> I just want to be wake up in my bed and, you know, just just not have to go anywhere and just be around the house and be there to help you and spend time with the kids, go to the park, just go to the coffee shop, you know, read a little bit. Like, so you don't, you don't have to go crazy here. And I think, you know, we don't, we're not competing for who did the biggest vacation like that. That's a, that's a real slippery slope right there as well. Like, you know, be wise, you know, be wise in, in your, in your finances and say, okay, realistically, this is where we are. We can do this type of vacation. Great enjoy that and, and make the most of it. And so staycations are really powerful. I found, especially for growing families. So depending on the season that you're in, it didn't make sense for us to do these big, long trips. So again, if you don't want to, and it doesn't fit into your family, then don't do that. I also found, especially with children, and I'll speak into this, the importance of my, my wife and I getting away at just us, right? And a lot of times we didn't have to go far even for that. You know, we needed you know, just to get away for, you know, 48 hours. And I found that that was super helpful. And that was a quarterly pulse, you know, and so just the idea that, you know, every quarter, we had that to look forward to and didn't have to be big, it could be small. So there's the family vacation. There's also the the vacation for you and your significant other on uh, your spouse. And then there's the personal one. And I like to, you know, for my my family, for my wife to be able to get away, sometimes she'll go like a girl's trip. So it's just her and, and then I stay home and then she goes, she gets a vacation. And then sometimes it's the guy's time. So it's like, okay, Pete, you go, you need to get away, but you need to go with the guys. So you do, you know, just do that and recharge your batteries and get your tank filled and do what you guys do. And so there, there's different ways to approach this where, you know, you can enjoy this culture and, and squeeze a lot out of it. And again, the best person to, uh, to learn from here is, is Dr. Franson. So doc, I'd love to hear how you and, and Dr. Camilla very practically how you've organized it through the years. Cause you've been, you know, then family comes yep. and, and the yep. changing of your businesses and starting new businesses and still maintaining this discipline. So, you know, I can hammer through just some, some really practical things that, that made a big difference, but I, I want to um, reiterate something you just said, as far as it doesn't have to be this big, huge trip, right? So Camilla and I, every quarter, 
like we we're just north of Boston. I, I will pull her out of our home environment because moms, man, doctor, mom, mom, whoever, whatever they do for a living, if there's children in their life, it's impossible for them to unplug if they're still at home. So you got to be able to extract them like a molar out of that environment. And I don't want to sound like a sexist. I'm just speaking as a husband, as a man, because I have zero experience as a woman, as a mom, right? But I've, I pay attention to mine and I was raised by one. You got to get them out of that environment, right? So we go into Boston and we get a hotel and I just take her for a day and just make it, you know, all about her because she just every makes every other day about everyone else, right? So, you know, you just take them out, wine them, dine them and just take them out for a beautiful night, nice romantic night. And just being able to like sleep in a hotel room and breakfast together in the morning, you just, it doesn't have to be a big deal. It doesn't have to be fancy, but it makes a big difference if you extract them out of that environment. That's a best practice. And that's something that, man, I hope I bless you with that. If you just start putting that into place, it doesn't matter. They don't care where you go. Really, it doesn't have to be fancy and super expensive. It's just, you know, your intention around that and paying attention when you're with them, man, that's what they want from you. So, uh, there's a, uh, one guy that just celebrated uh, 23 years of marriage uh, last week uh, and a very happily married man who's, I think I'm a happily married man because I have a happily married wife. So that's certainly a pro tip right there for you. All right. So a couple of things with the practice. So number one, you want to set it up in such a way that first and foremost, you recognize the value of vacationing yourself because you have to be able to see, listen, it can't just cost me you know, oh, I'm going to go on vacation. I'm going to take the kids on a Disney cruise. It's going to cost 4,000 bucks, right? But if I close my office, it's going to be 10,000 bucks more, right? So now it's a $14,000 Disney cruise. Of course, a Disney cruise would not be my choice. If you know me personally, that's, that's like sending me to jail. <laughs> but that's just for instance, okay? So this, what you have to do is you got to be able to reconcile that and be able to say, well, how do I mitigate that loss, right? So I've already said a couple of them, you know, have associate doctors so you don't have to close down. But if you have associate doctors, you have to set it up where your associate doctors are actually excited if you leave. They're happy if you leave. You have to set up the financial model where they know they're going to be able to deliver more value and capture more value. You're going to see more patients, deliver more care, so they're going to make more money. My associate doctors were kicking me out of the practice. Hey, doc, is it week 13 yet? Isn't it time for you to go surfing? Get out of here. Because they knew I had it set up where they were going to get rewarded. They wanted to make more money. And then my team, my staff, they also were very confident when I left because we had done such a great job training and equipping our associate doctors and they knew the practice was not going to take a dip and it was not going to affect their bonus. My team also knows that I want them vacationing. I want my associate doctors vacation, my team vacationing. I push them out the door. I want them to go on vacation. It's not a suggestion. Okay. I want you to be refreshed. I want you to be energized. So send people on vacation and pay for their vacation, right? Get them out of the office because your practice is a reflection of your energy. So if the energy dips, that costs you a lot of money. If you don't take vacation, the energy will dip. You will burn out. You, you might not even notice it, but this is the boiling frog dynamic. Next thing you know, your year, two years, three years, five years, some docs I meet 10 years in without really taking a break. You are a boiled frog. Trust me taking vacations on a regular basis, you come back energized and your patients want to see and feel that energy. The practice lifts, you will make up that money and you had a lot of fun. You know, you should have, life is meant to be lived. You know, you should be enjoying yourself and having a lot of fun. Your patients want to see somebody who's living life successfully. People like to follow successful people. Write that down. People like to follow successful people. They want some of that to rub off on them. So they know you're the boss. They know you're in charge. They want to see you being congruent and living a successful life. Give them something to emulate. Give them someone to look up to. 
right? Remarkable does not imply perfect, but it definitely implies that you're enjoying your life, right? So we want to make sure that we see, we, we bring back that joy and it's genuine. We're giving from this well of love and joy all the time. You got to go fill the well. You got to go plug in the iPhone and charge the battery, right? So make sure you do that financially. It's a piece of cake to make up those monies. Lastly, from the patient's perspective, when you, if you are going to go on vacation, let's say you are going to close the office. You're like, well, how do I make up those losses? Be strategic with scheduling. Make sure that you stack those adjustments before and after the vacation. Listen, if you're following the remarkable practice system, you know that we teach people about momentum with your adjustments and rhythm with your adjustments. And when you go on vacation, I want you to add an appointment, an extra one before and after on both sides of the adjust of the vacation. So we build momentum to carry you through and we make it up when you get back. And when I go on vacation, ladies and gentlemen, which you'll notice I do because it's part of the wellness lifestyle, we will add appointments for you on the front end and the back end. So you can make all this up, guys, but you just have to be super strategic about it. And lastly on that, what a beautiful opportunity for to re-educate the patients and remind them the importance of compliance, rhythm, and momentum. This is so good, Doc, and we could keep going because we're talking about vacation. So we would just love to keep this conversation going. So we just want to offer to any of you who are listening today, if this is an area that you want to grow and you you would like to dig in a little bit deeper and get some you know get some support and help with that we're happy to help help you with that so there'll be a, a link somewhere around this podcast where you can click and and you can get into our schedule specifically you can get into my schedule and um, we're happy to you know talk through and brainstorm with you strategies to make sure that this becomes part of your lifestyle that you you live this this congruent life and you you run your business in such a way that it truly is sustainable. And, and so this is our, our desire is that you would have that and you would truly, you know, be victorious in this area of, of being a CEO and being that chief energy officer. So just want to offer that to you and, and looking forward to continuing on this journey with you in the weeks and in the months and even in the years ahead, guys. Remember, we're in this for the long haul because we're in the business of saving lives. And remember, when business is good, everybody wins. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Remarkable CEO Podcast. Remember, what the world needs now is chiropractic. And what chiropractic needs now is more successful chiropractors. If you like this podcast, please subscribe, share with a friend, and leave us a review. And if you'd like to connect with us personally, direct message us on Facebook, LinkedIn, or Instagram. Now go and be remarkable. Remarkable.